What's up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the latest episode of Mike Makes Playlists, uh, a podcast where I literally make a playlist and describe to you guys, the listeners, why these songs are on this playlist, some context, some background, maybe some personal stuff. And guess what? Today gets a little personal. Uh, so today is June, uh, what is it, June 19th, Friday? <clears throat> the Friday before uh, Father's Day. So I thought it would be fitting to create a playlist um, about dads, I guess. No, not really, because I was the, the initial plan was to create a playlist of um, songs about dads. And I thought, well, why don't I just put a personal spin on it and kind of layer it in chapters, three separate chapters of uh, some dads that are in my life or were in my life. Uh, that have inspired me to be the man who I am to be, you know, today. And uh, so this is going to be a little sentimental, uh, a little personal. But like I said, this playlist is um, chaptered in three separate chapters for three separate men in my life that I care about deeply and I uh, have to thank for a lot. So I guess <laughs> that's the intro. Let's just get right into it. Uh, the first song we have today is uh, Sloop John B by the Beach Boys off of their album Pet Sounds. We come on in this loop, John B. My grandfather and me. Around Nassau town, we did wrong. I feel like there's a lot to be said about um, the Beach Boys album, Pet Sounds. Uh, and I think that's that might be a topic for a different different podcast because we're not going to get so much into that um basic story is brian brian wilson the band leader of uh beach boys uh this is their 11th album i think together and uh he basically kind of made this whole thing his himself and when it first came out um it was like met with like <clears throat> it wasn't critical as critically acclaimed as it is today uh but it was it was super experimental and they were trying to push the forefront of uh, what rock and roll is i mean a quote from Brian Wilson, which I feel could be um, kind of redundant, was he was trying to make the greatest rock and roll record in history, um, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of people try to do that every time they they make a record. But uh, of course, I mean Brian Wilson is a legend. Uh, the Beach Boys is fantastic. I love the Beach Boys um, mo- mostly because of the context it has with me and my me and my grandfather. Uh, so these these first two songs are dedicated to him. Um, you know, growing up, I. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a portion of my life where I actually live with my my grandparents. Uh, but some of my favorite days were uh, sitting at the sitting at the dinner table with my with my uh, papa, um, and he would read newspapers all the time. And uh, of course, growing up, I didn't like I didn't, I didn't read newspapers, but he would always save the uh, the funnies for me. Uh, and so for the longest time, <clears throat> I had this collection of comics that I would read. Um, which got me into obviously the newspaper and you know uh, eventually a journalism route in college. Um, so I have a lot to thank him for that. But another another thing that me and my papa used to do would uh, he, he was really into hot rods and we would travel um, across the Midwest and go to these car shows and you know I would he'd always ask me if I wanted to go and I would just end up going. It was always it was so much fun. It was just always me and him. I was in the passenger seat. But on these car rides, he would put it in CDs and. You know, the only the two I I remember vividly were um, the Beach Boys and Elvis. Uh, particularly, Pet Sounds was being played a lot. I think he had a greatest hits as well. But of course, so you know, whenever I think Beach Boys now, I think of my papa, and I think of those um, you know those days I was riding shotgun in the car. Uh, we weren't we never traveled to anywhere that's overly exciting, but like just being there with him and you know looking at these cars and hanging out and we would always get a steak afterward you know it, it was it was just a really good time 
in my life and i'm very thankful for that because i mean if you just hear right now and you know me any if at all um he instilled two of my biggest passions which is you know journalism and media and traveling um you know into me at a very young age so for that i'm very thankful and i also have the beach boys to thank for that for keeping me company but also uh mr elvis presley who is appearing next on this uh on this playlist with his song burning love So like I said, a lot of my days were uh, spent in the car listening to music on road trips, but also a lot of my time was spent in uh, the garage with my papa as he would uh, work on his cars. And um, I remember spending an entire summer when I was in, I believe I was in seventh grade, so I was like 12 or something like that. Uh, we remodeled his old uh, Thunderbird uh, with a fiberglass kit to uh, make a make a hot rub. I believe, the, uh, I want to say it's 67 or 69. But uh, so we remodeled that car to look a certain way and um that's that's what i spent my entire summer doing when i wasn't playing baseball uh, if i wasn't at practice i was in the garage with him the door was open and you know elvis was blasting from the speakers and um you know i didn't do much <laughs> i had no concept of what working on cars is but uh you know i was always there to hold the wrench or you know fit into places he can't you know like uh when we had to put the trunk on i had to be actually in the trunk to tr to line things up and um you know he always called me his little helper and uh those days are are so valuable and priceless to me thinking back because you know when you're when you're 12 and you're in this garage with your grandpa your grandpa you know i mean it's, it's a fun time it's definitely not you know probably exactly what you want to be doing at the moment but looking back on it you know, how did he feel to have, have me there? You know, did he, I mean, I'm sure it was just, it was fantastic to have someone who seemed to have interest in, you know, one of his passions so young. And um, for me, man, looking back on it, thinking about those times, like those were some of my favorite days ever, you know, and you, and you, 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 you appreciate them more looking back than you did in the moment and i and that sucks but that's the reason why i love writing and why i love love making videos and why i'm a photographer is because you know as as hard as you try to stay in the moment you're always going to look back and appreciate it more um so hanging on to those memories is super important to me and that is why i i wanted to put the beach boys and elvis uh to begin this playlist to start the chapters of you know these dads that that made me who I am and speaking of making me who I am the next segment of this playlist the next chapter is dedicated to my actual father uh to Ed you know everyone knows him everyone loves him and uh, we're going to start off with uh one of our favorite bands together which is Van Halen more uh, more specifically Van Hagar um with their dreams uh <laughs> with their song dreams off of the album 5150 So there's this Van Halen shirt that I wear like all the time. It's one of my favorite shirts, um, and it's like it's like falling apart, damn near. It's like deteriorating every time I wear it. But um, I feel like a lot of people. Uh, how do I how do I wear this? There's this culture in my generation right now um, of streetwear and like this vintage kind of revival that's going on that I feel like a lot of kids my age will wear band shirts that they think just look cool and they don't 
you know actually listen to the artists like the amount of white kids i see that wear like um like pink floyd shirts or um metallica shirts is is stupid but like if you ask them like what their favorite album would be they'd be like who you know fuck that i don't do that i don't i don't represent sports teams or bands that um i don't listen to uh, and so when you see me wearing these Van Halen shirts, uh, it's because I actually really love Van Halen. Um, I think that's something that me and my dad, that my dad kind of instilled in me um, early on. I mean, I uh, because of him, I have every single physical copy of their uh, their discography, including imports and live recordings. Um, it's actually kind of insane, and I'm really happy about it. I have, I have a bunch of Van Halen shirts that... Uh, you know, I stole from his closet because I, I, I truly do love him. I love Van, I love Sammy Hagar. Um, seeing Sammy Hagar was actually my first concert uh, when he was with Chicken Foot when I was 11, which my dad took me to. Um, so, you know, as I digress, uh, my dad and I have a super close relationship. Um, and I think music kind of really helped spark that because growing up, I was playing baseball and he would coach me, obviously, like a lot of kids' dads do that are passionate about it. And so we would be on the road together and whenever we're in his truck, one of his million trucks that he, that he owned throughout my life, um, he'd have these CDs and he'd pop them in and it'd always be, it would always be Van Halen. It would always be, you know, Motley Crue. It would always be um, some of that classic rock that people either love or hate. And I'm one of those people that really love hearing it and love like, especially like working to it, working out to it, um, just because a lot of these songs kind of really just bring back such such vivid and fantastic memories. And um, the story with Dreams, which is one of my favorite songs of all time, um, is when I was born, my Uncle Bob, he was my dad's best friend, uh, works, he works at a radio station. And when I was born, he was able to uh, convince the... Uh, the on-air radio host at the time to kind of give my uh, me and my family a shout out. I think the uh, the words was uh, congrats to Ed and Sandy Kristen on their beautiful bouncing baby boy. This song's for you. Uh, and uh, you hear, you know, the dreams intro start playing. Um, my dad has a has a cassette tape where every time and it's in this radio that <laughs> it's this little stupid like radio that you would take around like in the early 2000s it's not a boom box or anything it's just like this little radio and it's been in that radio for years and so every year on my birthday we get that radio out with the cassette tape in and we listen to it and we're in like the past couple of years i've been pretty drunk and you know we all get all sentimental but it's, it's it's still a cool story um so thank you bob i think you uncle bob i miss you hope to see you soon uh, but with that being said, we're going to get into the next song, which is uh, Do You Believe in Love by Huey Lewis and the News. You know, I really don't have like a super deep and uh, introspective story about um Huey Lewis in the news. I just do know that my dad is a big fan. Um, we used to share an Apple account, so on my uh, on my Apple Music, there's a bunch of um, records that he had downloaded before uh, he got off there, and um, I mean, like damn near every Huey Lewis uh, album is on there. Um, and whenever it comes on on the radio while we're working outside, my dad's always jamming to it. And um, I don't know. I think just. Uh, Music music brings people together, regardless of who you are. I think that's, that's the uh, the one common thing we uh, like most people have is just you know the, regardless of who you are as a person, um, and your skin color and your religious beliefs and your political beliefs. Um, I guarantee you that you can find some artist that you 
like that uh, that you have in common um and that's just a beautiful thing and i think that's a huge reason why i'm making this podcast is because there's probably going to be songs that people like and you finally find something that um sounds similar to it on this podcast on this playlist that i make every week um and uh i'm doing it for you guys <laughs> the same way that my dad did it for me so uh so let's get let's just get on with it huh let's get to the next song which is uh, against all odds by phil collins Yeah, so this song and the next song uh, is starting to get into a more modern uh, memory bank of uh, times with my dad. And when it comes to Phil Collins, um, he is one of those artists that has such a powerful voice and such powerful and catchy songs. Um, I feel like everyone knows Phil Collins, regardless of what's... I mean, there's got to be at least 10 songs uh, off the top of my head that people probably know. And if they don't know the names of, once they hear it, they're like, oh, shit, like wow you know he's just such a he's a he's a figure you know in this in the music industry but also one of those that you don't hear too much about i don't know why maybe it's, maybe i'm just living in a uh, in a different different time than others where maybe there's a time where he absolutely dominated everyone like uh back in the day back in the 90s who knows but i mean i don't know <laughs> but i do know his name and i know his, his discography pretty well because um what we do when we're at home and we're all together uh, my sisters and my parents and we're all hanging out we all kind of put on music that we all kind of like you know rather than having me dominate the uh dominate the airways with my playlist or my sisters pick one we always put on one of two radios on pandora or on whatever on amazon music and it's either matchbox 20 or phil collins because those are or actually sometimes i do 80s pop a lot but that's for my mom playlist if i ever make that but um yeah so phil collins is a radio of choice that we usually pick uh because everything related to him is uh jammable songs that we like to listen to in the background um and you know there's a lot of phil collins songs that have been playing while you know during quarantine when, when me and my family would do a weekly game night and that's blasting in the background while we're all drinking and having a really good time together um so to me what, what phil collins music does for me is remind me of those um special and fleeting moments with my entire family around me um you know enjoying each other's presence you know there's always there's he's always in the background for some reason um and i'm okay with that I, I really enjoy phil collins and his discography so yeah that's uh i guess that's not as deep as the other ones though too i guess but going into a more recent memory we're gonna go to um and a song by the google dolls uh and the song is black balloon can't remember how old i was but i was grounded one time um yeah i know believe it or not the favorite child getting grounded it happened all right uh i was grounded one time my tv was taken from my room and i was i was pretty young but um i had this like radio in there this little stereo kind of thing 
and had a CD player. And so instead of like watching TV before I went to bed, I would pop in whatever CDs I had. I never asked for anything, but like I had a collection of CDs from there in there for some reason. And one of them was the Google Dolls Greatest Hits from 2010 or whatever like that or earlier than that. It's got to be earlier than that, right? I was young. So it was um, it was volume one, and it was all their singles. And this is one of the songs on there. Um, and that kind of really got me into the Goo Goo Dolls, like their album work, not just like their their, their singles and stuff. Um, and that's something that me and my dad really bonded on because um, he is a big Goo Goo Dolls fan. Uh, I believe he's seen them open for someone before. Maybe it was Van Halen. I think he... He, I think he told me that he watched them open for Van Halen one time, which I feel like would be a weird mix, but um, fantastic show, uh, I'm sure that was, and I think for a Father's Day gift a couple years ago, it might have been for that, uh, I got us tickets to go see them at Northerly Island, and I ended up seeing my best friend and his mom there, which was a super cool time. Me and my dad had a blast. We got, you know, we got really drunk and, you know, watched Johnny Resnick play all these songs that, that mean a lot to us. Um, so the Goo Dolls will always, always hold a special place in my heart for not only that concert, but also helping me get into um, alternative music, I guess. Uh, because, you know, growing up, all I kind of knew was hard rock and some country and stuff like that. But Goo Dolls kind of opened up this door of another genre of rock, which led me down a slippery slope of being a fucking indie alternative head, uh, you know, kind of a, a picky kid, music snob in a sense. Um, but I want to thank my dad for that, for introducing me into music and for having um, just, I don't know, it's hard for me to find words for it sometimes because I'm very close to my family. My sister's the most important thing to me, um, and my parents did such a good job raising them, and I would assume hopefully they did a good job of raising me. Um, and, you know, having having a great relationship with them is very special to me because I know a lot of people that don't have relationships with their, uh, with their parents, and that's something I never want to take for granted. Um, so if you're out there and you're listening to this and you are lucky enough to have a, um, a good relationship with not only your father but both parents, um, I hope you spend as much time as you can with them, and I hope you enjoy each time with them. And if you can't in the moment, definitely look back and remember those days because even like the, the smallest things I can think of sometimes, and it will bring a smile to my face, you know, just like just driving home after, after either winning a baseball game or losing. Um, or, you know, I mean, for me, wrestling is, was, has, has always been a huge part of my life and uh, a big reason why I wrestled in the first place when I started wrestling when I was 9 or 10 was because I knew my dad wrestled in high school and I was inspired by that. So I was like, hey, if my dad did it, why don't, why don't I do it? You know, because a lot of kids, they just want to be like their dads and that's something I wanted to do at the time. And who knew that that choice would change my life forever, going to college for wrestling and having the biggest fan that I could ever ask for, which was my dad. Um, I mean, this guy would fucking drive all the way to Georgia to come watch me wrestle when I was in college, you know, by himself. He's a fucking madman, and I love him for it. And um, I think he's instilled a lot of things into me and my sisters. I mean, more than just hard work, but also just appreciation of a lot of things. And, um, you know, it's, and something, you know, it's it, as I grow older, I find myself spending more time at home and enjoying my time there, you know, sitting Sitting on my porch drinking beers with my dad is some of my favorite times of my entire life, you know. Um, one of our favorite things to do right now, we, we cook together as much as we can. Or he, he, he looks up these recipes on the grill and uh, tries them out and has me try. It, it's, just, it's just a great time. Um, you know, I'm 23 now, and probably within the next year, I will be moving out of this home and moving away. I mean, I've done it before, you know, for college, but, like, moving away for, for good, you know. 
not had looking forward to a break to come home and relax, but moving away for good. Um, I know that's going to be a, a hard time in both me and my dad and my mom um, life just because this is kind of, um, I don't know, everything's been so special lately and the past couple of years and um, very thankful for this relationship with them and especially my dad. So yeah, so going into Sunday, uh, it's going to be a great Father's Day. I'm really looking forward to it. It's just spending some time. He was supposed to work. I hope he called off. Um, but I'm just looking forward to just hanging out. And if it doesn't rain, uh, sitting on the porch and drinking some beers. But so that's my, uh, yeah, so that was my dad's chapter of this um, this playlist. But we're going to go into the next father that means a lot to me, um, and that is Alan, my boss. So uh, this chapter's for you, buddy. We're going to start off with a Wilco song, uh, Jesus, Etc., which I know is their most popular song. And we're, we're into, you know, we're, you know, you and me, we're doing deep cuts and shit. But we're going to go right into Wilco, right into their most popular song um, from their album Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Jesus, don't cry. You can rely on me, honey. You can come by anything you want. So the day before I turned 21, I uh, met up with this guy named Alan Miskowski at this uh this cafe called Cafe Fresco in, on the Square and Crown Point, uh, interviewing for an internship that I wanted to do with this company called Local 219. I just so happened to find them like the week before on Instagram. I followed them. They followed me. We reached out to each other. I said, hey, I'm looking to like be like an intern of some sorts. And he said yes. Um, from then, you know, this kind of elaborate story of building a company from the ground up with this guy that I really admired for some reason uh, began. And now here I am, um, editor-in-chief of this this company that means more to me and probably more to him, even more so to him than anything else. This is such a, I mean, you know, I'm, now I'm 23 and I have a career doing the exact thing I want to be doing. And not only that, I am working with, you know, one of my best friends, you know, Alan to, to me is one of my closest friends because I spent every fucking day with this guy. You know, I think me, he and I know each other more than we would like to admit, but, um, having him as not necessarily a father figure, but more like that older brother type, um, you know, guidance has been relieving in the work world because, and also kind of sucky because I know that, the chances of me finding that kind of dynamic again with whatever future endeavors I do um, is is going to be rare. It's going to be very hard to find. Um, but I mean, he and I have gone through this shit together. And um, you know, I, when I even when I was in college, he would call up just to just to say hi and just to chat about shit and keep me updated. But even more so, we would always talk about music. I mean, that first interview that we had, we talked about the bands we liked, and it turned out we were big fans of a lot of sh- the same shit. He was a big fan of Lollapalooza. I go every year. He goes every year. Uh, and even last year, we were able to experience it together, which was a fucking awesome time. And uh, we like to tell those stories. Um, I mean, his friends are my friends now, and my friends are his friends. And it's just this awesome dynamic that I was able to build and something that, you know, one day I might have to leave behind. And I'm not looking forward to that day. So every day that I have with Alan, that, that you know, it, I'm always looking forward to it. it. It's a fun time. And even though he is my boss and even though it, 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 even though like we have that dynamic as well, it's um, it's always a learning experience, but it's also always such a fun and great time. Um, and I know that he can trust me and I can trust him. And it's, it's uh, I think we're doing something very beautiful for the, the area. And I think, um, you know, I'm just very thankful that he has brought me along for the ride. 
So this next chapter goes out to him. And, of course, uh, he introduced me to Wilco, um, which is crazy. You know, Chicago band uh, Jeff Tweedy is a, a, a kind of an underground legend, in a sense, an indie legend for uh, Chicago. Um, he actually just scored the, that ESPN uh, 30 for 30, the uh, Long Gone Summer with uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Um, so that was cool. And um, I remember when I was an intern, he sent me out to take pictures of all the towns in the region. And he told me while I was doing it, I should listen to Wilco's discography. But start with Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Um, and that got me hooked on Jeff Tweedy's music and Wilco's music, and uh, which bled over to, to a lot of my friends. Um, so I'm very thankful for that day and uh, him for introducing me to this band and also the next band that has made an appearance on the first podcast uh, but now making another appearance here today, and that is not a surf with their song Inside of Love. Watching terrible TV, it kills all Getting spacey. I have this one playlist on my phone called um, It's Been a Summer 18, and it was uh, songs that, to this day, if I play them, the only thoughts in my mind would be um, experiences with Alan during that first summer I had with him uh, as an intern for Local 219. Uh, and Not A Surf makes a couple appearances on that because, um, you know, we would we always play music in the background while we're working and shit like that, and... He has a couple Spotify playlists um, dedicated to certain uh, genres and years, and Not A Surf would come up often. And I remember always, every time they would come up, I would Shazam it, and I'm like, fuck, like, Not A Surf keeps coming up. Like, this is crazy. Like, they have such a fucking awesome discography and, like, um, just this, like, line of music that they have. Um, and so that is one band that I will always think about, Alan, because I don't really know too many of my friends that are really into not a surf or have even talked about it too much so um yeah not a surf uh fantastic band um i'm starting to run out of things to say about this but i mean i guess one one experience that makes me that, that this not this song but like just not a surf in general makes me think about was when we first got our office on the square and uh we, I spent an entire day on my hands and knees fucking waxing the floor with, uh, is it Murray's or Murphy's? One of the two, uh, the, that wood floor, just trying to get the dinginess out of it. And then we started moving couches and up and up into it and shit. And then there started these nights where we'd be there like super late, just either hanging out or podcasting or doing dumb shit. And, uh, we would always be drinking, you know, I was, I was 21. I was freshly new to the beer scene. It was awesome. But we have this, uh, PA playing with, um, with his iPad connected to it and, you know, not a surf will come on and along with the other uh, songs in the playlist. But those nights, you know, where it was dark outside and it was dimly lit inside and you see the, the square in front of you and, you know, nothing really matters except for that moment and being there with, um, you know, people that you appreciate and, um, you know, realizing the fact that my life is changed forever because I am lucky enough to land a job like immediately um, doing what I love and um, being able to do it with someone I love too and I think it's awesome it's, it's an awesome experience um, and Not A Surf will forever make me think of those days where we were working out of this house at first and then moving into an office but still just still hustling and still trying to make sure that we can you know make a name for ourselves and change the way people view media in the region so yeah 
But I think to close out this playlist, uh, and especially with the chapter about Alan, it would be fitting to include a Pearl Jam song, uh, seeing that, you know, in case you couldn't tell, in case you haven't been to Alan's house, it has a million Pearl Jam posters, or our office, which also has a million Pearl, Pearl Jam posters. He is a huge fan of Eddie Vedder and uh, uh, Co. <laughs> a huge fan of Eddie Vedder and Co. And um, so I'm going to include my favorite Pearl Jam song, which I think is kind of cliche to say, but I mean, Yellow, Yellow Ledbetter is the name of the song. But um, if for some reason you haven't heard it, come on, dude. Come on, man. So, yeah, here we go. can't fucking listen to Pearl Jam without thinking about Alan and how much he loves these guys. Um, and it's not even like he always, it's not that he always talks about Pearl Jam. Actually, he rarely talks about Pearl Jam, but like just seeing all of the memorabilia he has. And I know the, the history of him and his best friend traveling to go see them as much as they can. All the tour posters, uh, his, his brother Mark is another one that has a, a bunch of Pearl Jam posters and shit like that. And I think that's just such a cool um, thing to, to have. I mean, I knew someone who once uh, followed, I think, Dave Matthews on the road. And so on one particular tour, they have all the tour posters and they were different. It was, I think it was 52 dates. So they did a, a playing card kind of design for each of them. I think that's cool. I think anyone that's dedicated to the fact, I mean, dedicated to the um, idea of following a band around for multiple stops on a tour just because they love them and just because, you know, you want to have that those memories of traveling to see your favorite band with the people you love and collecting those posters and those experiences as well so um alan is alan is one of those guys that he when he has an idea he'll fucking go for it and i think that's something he and i both have in common um i remember when i think pearl jam just released their most recent album a couple months ago and him and his best friend had a couple i think it was nashville and st louis that they were planning on going which of course have since been canceled which sucks but uh i mean you gotta admire the 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 drive that he has for that, and it's something I I I'm you know I'm inspired by every day, and I think a lot of other people are too. So um, thank you, Alan, for not only having me do letting me do this podcast, but letting me work with you, letting me um, grow, and uh, always having you know faith in my ideas along with yours. So here's to you. Here's to all the fathers on Father's Day. Uh, this upcoming Sunday, I guess I'm kind of dating my dating uh, this podcast in that way, but I don't really care. I think this was a fun one to do. Um, it was fun to be sentimental, just because I'm a sentimental guy. Uh, I like looking back on things and remembering them, and you know, it's kind of uh, it's, it's beautiful in a sense. So I'm really happy that I uh, came up with this idea uh, to do this today. I actually just got back from I was driving home from a shoot, and I was like, shit, I have to make this podcast. And what I had no idea yet, because next week. I'm going to have a special guest on the show. So uh, I had to knock this one out real quick. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad um, I was able to pick these songs out and enjoy uh, remembering some of uh, what some of these memories that these songs make me feel. So thank you for everyone who listens. Um, I'll be back next week. I hope you enjoy this playlist. I hope you enjoy all playlists. Uh, this has been Slater on Mike Makes Playlists, um, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>